Give him a little something, something, then why the fuck don't you? Let him know what this bullshit is. Hey, welcome to DWN's Terrible Horror Crap Podcast, episode number fill in the blank later, because I don't know, but uh, it's another 346. Episode, 346, very similar to the last episode and the episode before that, because, you know, we got a format that we follow mm. for the most part, but... Uh, yeah, it's been another week. In fact, uh, I remember very little of this week. Did some work. <laughs> alcoholism or Sent just some boxes all... out. Just it was uneventful, I guess. You know, I guess the only eventful thing is that uh, I went to a pizza place and dropped close to 100 bucks on uh, some pizza that I didn't like at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah, I uh, did the same today. I just woke up wanting pizza and i didn't want to cook or anything so it's like 11 o'clock in the morning Lori, get fucking on your phone to pizza hut please and place an order two medium pizzas and an order of breadsticks later 55 fucking dollars (laughs) no shit (laughs) (laughs) fucking wild but yeah on the old uh, internet you were talking about quote-unquote gourmet pizza yeah what would this gourmet pizza be is it like a brick oven with regatta on it it's brick oven it's got regatta and maybe some cheeses that i've never heard of and uh you know they put the salad on the pizza you know instead of you know eating the salad before you know because it's got a bunch of i don't know lettuce or spinach or whatever the fuck is on it you know chicken in lieu of uh <laughs> Some good old beef or sausage or something, you know. Um, just wasn't good. I mean, some chicken spinach Alfredo pizza is pretty good. Well, this wasn't. (laughs) I I didn't care for it. I didn't care for it at all. You know, and 
yeah, I still would have been happy about the price had it been good, but I would have felt a little better, you know. It's like, hey, at least I ate a good meal. No, I didn't. You know, Lisa liked it though. But, <laughs> you know, she's uh she's white. She's a girl. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my mom and sister tend to like that uh the brick oven with the regatta and then whatever the fuck else on it. I think the place they go to is called Grimaldi's. And they're always like, oh, you should go. You should go. Well, I mean, I tried some shit that you guys brought back before. And <laughs> now, if I wanted some stuffed fucking pasta, you know, I'd get some shells or linguine or some shit. Yeah. But, uh, or not linguine, lasagna. This place was called Urban Crust. And uh, it was it was fucking packed out. There was a lot of people there for sure, you know. So, so with a name like Urban Crust, you know it was Sicilians that were in the back. Probably. Probably. People will get the joke. Don't worry, Joe. Okay. And me being from Sicilian descent myself, I can say it. <laughs> uh, what about your week? Anything eventual? Event eventful? <clears throat> yeah, uh, it was another one. I got a personal project in. I got this motherfucker done. Look at that fucking beautiful, stunning fiberglass detail, Joe. I saw and not it. just nice. that, but look at this. Meow. Whoa. Fuck yeah. Like yeah, I've been wanting that. to do this ever since we uh, covered this series in the mm -hmm. summer. So uh, finally had time to, so that's cool. If you would like a custom one or one like that, hit me up, dwnproductions.net. Email's all over there. That one, however, will be going to the Houston Horrific Festival of Frightening Fright Films Valentine's Day Market. Now, when you say 17... a custom one, what do you what do you mean exactly? Well, I mean, as you can see, Joe, on this one, the eyes like ripped out and mm -hmm. it's all speed up and scratched up all over and shit. Like yeah. I didn't sculpt it with all that in there. I took a Dremel to the motherfucker and did a custom one. So if you like want custom shit in it, you want shit carved in it, you want it painted a different way, just hit me up. It's whatever. As long as I can do it, I'll do it. I don't plan on making the fucking under mask or anything like that shit. So, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, man, if you do that, it's like, eh, a lot of people do it. I got really no interest in that. But thanks anyways. Oh, people always wanting more. Mm. Fuck. Or something different. Mm -hmm. um, and then they still probably wouldn't get it. No, nah, they wouldn't. Oh, man. I hit you up in a couple mm -hmm. of months. Um, yeah, okay. it's uh, the Houston Horror uh, Film Festival pop-up event, Valentine's edition, I think is going on the 11th. So if you've ever wanted to meet us two podcasters who are special guests of the show, uh, mm. look it up for information. I think it's $5 tickets or something. Something. I don't know. Well I'll have worth the price. New Just shirts to... as well, you know, including. No, I won't have that one. All right. Forget I said <laughs> that. All right. Well, speaking of shirts and the uh, pop-up market, let me ask you this. Would you happen to have a highway shirt in a 3X? Freeway. 
freeway. Fuck, I keep forgetting to send Brian that label so he can send you that shirt. That <laughs> but either way, I'll have one. Or you'll That's have all one. right, Joe. Everybody always forgets about me. I'm used to it. I make a note to myself again. <laughs> so, yeah, I was working on that. And then just out of the blue, the fucking my stepbrother, not, no, my brother-in-law and I had to chop down a fucking tree. So, uh, you know, it was precarious, I think would be a good word to use and extremely dangerous. Yeah, it is. But it's hard work. We did it. <laughs> I only hit myself in the head with that hook on the end of the chain once <laughs> and uh, nobody got sawed up, although I'm used to using a chainsaw. So that's that's nothing. But uh, and then at the end. On top of the two trees that were already cut down, we had this other one. So I had a gigantic bonfire and got very drunk Friday night, Joe. I'm prob I probably got carbon monoxide poisoning because <laughs> I'm still kind of feeling it now. Yeah, Lori, uh, she wanted one, so it seemed like she enjoyed it. I only fell over once but that's because it was getting dark and there was like a buildup of uh, what's it called? Wood chips, I guess, yeah. from the chainsaw and the stump grinding and all that. So I wasn't used to it being there and just whoop, toasty. <laughs> but other than that, oh, and I burnt myself when I was flipping those logs, but it covers it up with a Band-Aid. So it wasn't that big. So once you're, you're like, they're big fucking uh, pieces of tree, you know? <laughs> You cut a tree down, and then you have this giant piece of lumber you have to saw into smaller logs. And not only that, but you have to lift these fucking logs up and carry them like a man over to the fucking pile. And then you start burning them, and once they burn down, you know, the middle is like fucking all ashes and it's just the outsides burning uh -huh. so you have to put some gloves on and start flipping these inflamed logs <laughs> on top of each other <laughs> it's very dangerous but i do enjoy the work especially when you could drink on the job yeah <laughs> did y'all so get yeah, the that was my thing? friday <clears throat> And the other ones, like the fucking first two that we cut, I shouldn't say we, because a couple of your people cut those down a couple months ago. They so, I mean, work. they came in here with the uh, stump grinders and all this shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, the one that we cut down was, I mean, it was sizable. It wasn't uh, like giant trees like we have all over. But, I mean, it was a sizable tree that two uh, people could manage. But uh, I forgot what uh, your question was there, Joseph. About the roots. Did you dig out the roots and go tall? Oh, no. Yeah, that's a lot I of did not. work there. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. If we don't have a stump grinder and we're already doing this shit just on the sperm of the moment, this is what it is. So, you know. You yeah. know. Well, I don't think you do, but that's okay. I've taken a tree down. It's not fun. <laughs> just one. <laughs> yeah, just one. That was enough. There's another one here that needs to come down, but I think that's beyond my my scope. It's a little too close to the house too for me to to risk doing it on mm. my own. Uh, well, I know time. a couple guys. If you need a hand, 
I do. Um, this is a movie show, and I'm sure you watch the movies, Tom. Not as many as you'd think, Joe. Well, I, I would mean, think I a whole lot, because you always like gear up in preparation for Martin Luther King Day, which is tomorrow. That is, and I do have a stack about yay big of civil rights movies I will be watching tomorrow, starting yeah. with the classic White Dog, the Sam Fuller joint. So uh, our second week of the new uh, segment, I guess, still don't have a name, but pick an old DVD off the shelf that we haven't seen in a while that we may or may not be on defense about and uh, see if it's going to stay in the old collection or not, Joe. Do you have one this week? Well, I watched the last movie on that four set of science fiction uh, films, and this is a journey to the seventh planet. And these four astronauts are traveling to Uranus. You know, they don't say <laughs> Uranus. They say Uranus throughout the movie. So it's, it doesn't sound offensive, I guess, or silly. <laughs> and, uh, they get there. So they go to Asshole. Yeah, they go to Asshole Planet. And uh, there's some being there, some entity that's making them see whatever they want to see, you know, and and I don't know, the entity starts fucking with them, making them scared of whatever they're really scared of. I mean, it's it's stupid. It's kind of it's not as bad as the one that what that I saw before, the Invisible Aliens or whatever the fuck that was called. But yeah, this set not good enough to keep <laughs> with Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's the next movie I watched. You watched uh, Illegal Aliens? Invisible Aliens. With Anna Nicole. Oh, okay. Because there's one called Illegal Aliens with Anna Nicole Smith in China. Really? <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up. It's not worth it. It sounds now great. you might like it. <laughs> that yeah. sounds great. You're an um, Nicole Smith fan, I forget. Yeah, so this one had, uh, what was it, Invaders from Mars, and then something else I'd watched previous. Uh... Anyway, the four set, you can get it for me at the Houston Horror Market <laughs> pop-up. It's going in that box. <laughs> oh, so uh, a big fuck off to that four movie set. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of those MGM sets like that, I think a lot of them are shit. And I have a lot of them. So I need to start going through more of those. That was a cheap way for them to get their product out there. Yeah, it was. I bought it. Fuck. Well, Joe, I picked one out as well. And mine is Domino from The Year of Our Lord. The Year I Forgot. This is a... Uh, somewhat embellished biopic kind of of uh, a female bounty hunter named Domino Harvey have you heard of him yeah didn't he have aids or something i don't think so but it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> so uh this one's about this uh rich little boy who uh who was a model and then for some reason he gets this idea in his head that he's going to become a bounty hunter. So he teams up with Mickey Rourke 
and uh, some Mexican dude that he pretends that he doesn't speak English or some shit. And uh, they're driven around by a uh, cat-eating Afghanistani gentleman who they name Elf because he eats cats, you see. Not pussy hole, but actual feline cats. So, hey, maybe, maybe that boy had feline AIDS because he was fucking around with the old RV driver elf. So that may or may not have been where that rumor started, Joe. So that might be where you heard of it. Oh, shit. I thought uh, this one was really, really cool when I first seen it <laughs> at... Uh, Where'd I get this one from? Blockbuster. This is an old Blockbuster rental. So, uh, yeah, it's, god damn. It's like weird editing and colored like a fucking music video. Yeah. It's just, god damn, they want you to think this shit is so fucking badass with their goofy ass fucking editing. And uh, it's, it's a fucking, it's real corny, man, but I found a lot of it still entertaining, just just a bit much. It's just like, all right, man, relax. You're all right. You don't have to keep faking the funk. Just settle the fuck down. You're cool. No, man, no, man. I just want you to know I'm cool, right, motherfucker? I'll fucking kill this motherfucker for you. I love you. Why won't you love me? Because you're a little boy, but you're cool. Just relax. It, uh, I still like it, but it's wild. Mickey Rourke's in it. I think that's the reason I first rented it because this came out not long after Sin City. So I was just <laughs> like, hey, it's fucking great in Sin City. Let's see what else he's in. And then he ends up looking like fucking my uncle. So I'm just <laughs> like, this is weird. So I'm just pretending that he's my fucking uncle going around being a bounty hunter. And I guess like the real guy is like this little fucking ball-headed Filipino dude with like every other one of his teeth missing and definitely not an accurate, you know, real-life transition to screen. But uh, I think if they were to put the real people, like real look-alike people in the roles instead of, you know, actors to make people want to see this movie... <laughs> It wouldn't have been so super fucking cool and badass. You don't want uh, life to look as as ugly on the screen as it does in real life. You, know? you want to go for escapism, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you want to go to where, like, some 85-pound Akira Knightley is kicking people's ass, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, because that's going to happen. But, uh, I mean, that was progressive of them to it was. Uh, it cast was very this woman. This is a uh, Richard Kelly maybe directed this. No, this is our uh, our good friend Tony Scott. Tony, it's a Tony Scott. Well, that explains the look. He always has that weird fucking color palette on his movies. Um, yeah, I remember watching it, but I don't remember hardly anything about it. You know, and, uh, yeah, I just you looked this, up Joe. old Domino Harvey, <laughs> and she did overdose from, from fentanyl use. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, yeah, and the behind-the-scenes making of whatever, they said that he died. But Well, I'm not going to keep doing the joke because the motherfucker's dead. Just being well, I thought it was here. AIDS. That's why I looked it up. <laughs> no, it's, it's just overdosed for damn junkie. Gotcha. Uh, so do you remember, had you live, 
tails you die i don't uh, okay it's like a running stupid thing through the fucking movie and then that goddamn goldfish but beyond that i don't know i have the movie somewhere so <laughs> that'll come up at some point too and i'll decide whether, uh, either, whether it shall stay or it shall go what should you decide tom yeah i'm gonna keep it i still i still liked it but uh it's goofy as shit. I might watch it one more time. I don't know, but I don't know. It's just, it's trying too fucking hard. Just quit trying too fucking hard. You're okay, dude. We like you. It's fine. <laughs> shit. Well, Tom, over on Tubi, I started uh, making my way through uh, some of the stuff I have in my watch list. And the oldest one in there was the Anna Nicole Smith story. This is a made-for-TV film about Anna Nicole Smith, who we all know is from Mejia, Texas. And uh, she worked at a burger joint there. And this just recounts her story, Tom. Um, and it's a very favorable light this movie gives her. You know, she was just a, a good old girl with dreams and wanted to do stuff so her son could have a better life. You know, and then while she was stripping, she met a billionaire and, you know, they just became really good friends and she loved him. She loved him with all her heart, you know, genuinely loved him. It had nothing to do with the billions. And his dick had. didn't stink at all. No. And it goes through that. It goes through her uh, having to fight for money, starting to get uh, addicted to pills and uh, and then her son just randomly dying but i think he was doing pills too is he a bounty hunter <laughs> he is a bounty hunter. um yeah like i said it's a it's an odd movie because like it's just like she was the greatest you know <laughs> it's just very odd and we just know just kind of looking at her nah you know <laughs> i don't know that poor girl <laughs> I would recommend it. Hey, Joe, you ever see Waxworks 2, Lost in Time? I have seen Waxworks 2, Lost in Time. What a fucking cornfield this movie is. <laughs> They're not even while. trying to take things seriously. They're fucking, dude, they're just laughing in the movie. Like, I can't believe we're doing this shit. Okay, up, oh, leave it in. What, really? Yep, I don't give a fuck. Let's move on. Uh, the survivors of the last one are back to prove that uh, they didn't burn the place down and murder everybody. So, uh, <clears throat> I guess uh, old gremlin kid's uncle or some shit leaves them a spell book so they can go back in time. And then that back in time song starts playing. And uh, what do they parody in this one? There's aliens, uh, Frankenstein, Bruce Campbell's in it. So that sucks and drags it down. Uh, there's some cool monster shit and uh, some cool effects and stuff like that. But I just can't do the tone of the movie and it's whatever. I mean, there's some cool shit in it, but just the tone, and I was getting real fucking tired of watching the thing. I was just pacing around in the shop, back and forth. God damn it, when's this going to be over? 
and then something cool would pop up like oh that was all right and then back to fucking come on is that midget in this one too i i mean they're all pretty short compared to me Mm. i'm a big man (laughs) Uh, i can't remember joe that's why i'm not really saying a whole lot about it (laughs) Uh, yeah i i got the movies like blurred in my mind like they're one movie you know that's another one so i'll have to go and and watch again and see if they make the cut because i have them somewhere too but uh yeah i mean this i talked about wax work like a couple months ago and it took me this fucking long to watch the second one. It's a double uh, movie DVD thing. And it's just been sitting in the shop waiting for me to watch it. Again, if I had a different profession and I wasn't using this shit for reference, then it definitely would have went in the fucking for sale bin. But there's some cool effects and monster shit in both of them that if I ever like, Hey, let's look at different werewolves and shit. Then that'll be one that I'll fucking pull out the, but probably never watched the goddamn movies again, Joe, <laughs> especially that second one. Cause Bruce Campbell's in it. You see, I watched a, a movie that was in the DVD pile for quite a while. I can't even remember where I got this one. I'm thinking maybe I got it from David, but it's not a Severin release it with some weird ass label i don't have it with me i've already taken it to the shop to put in the in the box it's called love scene <laughs> love scenes and it's a uh soft core porn flick it's about a lady who's she's a pretty famous actress you know she's well respected and her husband uh has gotten a job directing an erotic film and he wants her in it because that would mean success you know um, she <laughs> reluctantly does it and she's really getting into it you know she's like fuck yeah you know this is great and of course you know it causes conflict in the marriage and you know surprise surprise right but uh but yeah she's like you know this is fucking great you know she enjoys fucking other people she finds she's like you know what my husband's never given me an orgasm this is strange that's what it feels like so they have a bunch of conflict. She's fucking around on him for real now, even offset. And then, uh, I don't know, she gets her heart broke or something. Ro- w- wakes up to the reality of the situation, Tom. And reconciles <laughs> with her husband at the end. It's like, wait a minute. Didn't you say you were totally unsatisfied with this guy? But I don't know. I guess it's a happy ending. <laughs> you know, with them getting back. To- it's a weird fucking movie. Um you know, it's got a lot of TNA, but it's softcore, you know, so it's not porn. But uh, but it's not, I don't know, it's not a fun movie to watch. You know, it's just, just a movie. But it's not a movie I'm going to have for very long. Highly recommend someone buy it. <laughs> Whether you watch it or not, I don't give a fuck. But not just buy it from you. They don't want right. you. Don't want them to right. buy it per se. No, no, you, you just can't want find them to it anywhere. It's out from of you. Totally out of print. Oh shit! Well, at least you'll be able to get sixty-five dollars for it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, Joe, the last movie I watched was the first twenty twenty-three movie I've seen this year, 
and it is called Candyland. Have you heard of it? Not. You have not. Okay. So this takes place in 1996 and uh, revolves around, let's say, a handful of lot lizards at the local truck stop. There's uh, three girls, a dude, and then I guess they're madam or the head whore, as some would call it. Not the one who specifically specializes in sucking dick, but the boss whore or a madam, as some would say, if they had class. But when it comes down to it, you're still talking about people who fucking suck for money. So, Joe, this uh, revolves around these, uh, I was going to say gentlemen, but they're all a bunch of bitches. <laughs> At this truck stop. <laughs> and uh, the local sheriff, I guess he's the only cop in the town. He's low-key. Well, not low-key, everybody, except, I guess, uh, the guy's wife. And it's uh, probably about it. Knows that he's fucking and sucking the uh, male prostitute. And he catches feelings for him, Joe. And he's played by one of the Baldwins. I think it's Billy Baldwin. And then there's another prostitute who you think is going to be like the the main focus of the movie. But that kind of switches. And then another prostitute is his girlfriend. Her girlfriend, I mean. And then the third lady, pro- lady and prostitute. You can't say that in the same sentence. It contradicts uh-huh. each other, Joe. <laughs> so this other whore, she's just uh, number three, I guess. So uh, a religious family comes into town, or not into town, but to the truck stop. And they're handing out pamphlets and stuff. Be saved, be saved, blah, 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 blah. And then two of the prostitutes are, uh, are talking to the guy. And he, she says something like, hey, let me see your cock. And he gets all disgusted and uh, look, looks down. And then the lady, I see, I did it again. And then the whore, she spreads her legs and you actually see lips and all. I was shocked because I was watching this on Amazon, you see. And, uh, you know, that wasn't even the first full frontal pussy you saw in this movie in the first 10 minutes. No, it was the first, I should say, but it wasn't the only because there was two more. I was shocked, Joe, because, again, I was watching this on Amazon. A whole lot of bare breasts, male and female. So everyone can What's the fucking plot of this movie? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm getting to it. <laughs> so uh the religious guy, he's just like, oh god damn it. And he's just like, oh, you can't be saved, I guess, whatever. And then they fuck off, and then the prostitutes do some fucking and sucking in the in the pit, I think they called it, where all the cars and trucks are parked. I don't know. We'll have to ask Red. I'm sure he lived Red in this knows. movie. So. Yeah. Uh, they come back from their fucking and suck. This is like the truck stop is not only a truck stop, but it has the restaurant and the gas station and a motel. So like all these prostitutes have their own motel room. They can fucking suck in there, fucking suck in the car, 
the male prostitutes talking about fucking and sucking in bathroom stalls with the old fucking foot tap that I forget what that congressman from fucking years ago who was in the fucking airport bathroom tapping away. But uh, yeah, they come back from working and they notice one of the uh, cult, well, not cult, yeah, it's a cult. One of the fucking religious people are there and it's one of the girls and they're just like, oh yeah, they kicked me out. They left me, blah, 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 blah. And then people start dying, Joe. They need to be cleansed of their fucking sins because they're all dirty whores. Who could it be? Exactly who you think. It's, uh, you know, it's very predictable. I don't know if they were trying to hide the fact that it was or anything, uh, but it was pretty fucking good. It was the best fucking guy with a knife movie I've seen in a fucking very long time, for sure. There's not really any gore per se in it. There's like one thing where a guy gets his head crushed and you kind of see it from the side that his head isn't crushed. But uh, there's bloody as shit. Like there's a lot of fucking blood in it. Because like I said, it's a fucking stab movie. But uh, man, it was it was pretty good. Uh, it reminded me of uh, something like Savage Streets or uh, just because it's so sleazy. I couldn't believe what I was watching on Amazon, Joe. Uh, a fucking, a very filthy frailty, maybe. That could probably be a better comparison. But yeah, I fucking dug it. All it needed was fucking Joe Spinell still to be alive and take old Billy Baldwin's place and Probably would have been a fucking classic. Well, that and some actual fucking gore in it, but it didn't hurt it not having it. It just would have helped. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool, Joe. You might actually fucking like this one. Candyland, you say? <laughs> yes. It's on Amazon, not on Amazon Prime. So it's a $7 rental as of this recording. If I'm you guessing it's check not based it on the game. It is not yeah. based on Your the plot game. Description, Joe. It's not. No. It's about a lot of fucking and sucking. But uh, it, it's, it's good shit. I liked it. I was surprised. I was just like, oh, on the fence. But, and it's $7. I can buy like three candy bars with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, it, was, it was good shit. I was, I was well entertained. Um. I finished the series We Own This City on HBO uh, about corrupt cops in Baltimore uh, based on true shit. And it's fucking interesting. Just, you know, some of the shit these cops get away with for so long. Uh, It was only seven episodes, which I thought was cool because, like, a lot of these shows, they tend to drag shit out. Uh, Then I finished uh, the second season of Reservation Dogs about those little Indian kids living mm-hmm. on the reservation and having tough times, but it's a comedy show and it's pretty funny. Uh, I like the second season just as much as the first. Then Tom, I switched over to the Disney channel, Disney plus or whatever the fuck that's called. And fucking I watched perfect. Tron legacy, the long awaited sequel to Tron. <laughs> I don't think anybody was waiting for a fucking sequel to Tron. Uh, and this one, the guy from the first movie, he's disappeared, and his son's grown up, and uh, and his son like 
gets a text or something, and he's zapped into the Tronverse, and he finds his dad there, and he finds the villain that's taken over the Tronverse, which is also his dad, because uh, his dad split him up himself up into different personalities so he can get more work done. It's it's fucking dumb, but the movie looks good, and it's entertaining. But I'll have forgotten about it within a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, I'm already forgetting about it now. Um, like it, it looked <laughs> slick as shit. You know, it's a slick looking movie, which you would expect from Disney with all the money they throw into shit. But it was just, uh, I didn't think it was a real threat. You know, Bo Bridges or Jeff Bridges, whichever Bridges it was, uh, <laughs> fighting himself. It just kind of London like, Bridges. Big deal, you know, big deal with this fucking movie. So. I don't know. If you're a nerd, I'd recommend. Um, <laughs> you're a bitch ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Now, speaking of nerdy shit, Tom, I also watched the first of the 2023 movies. I went to the theater, Tom, and uh, Lisa let old Denmark pick the movie this time. <laughs> And he said he wanted to see The Devil Conspiracy. Have you heard of this one, Tom? Yeah, I was actually uh, thinking of going to see this myself. But I'm, then I thought, Tom, you can't see two Archangel Michael movies in the same week. That right. would be ridiculous. Well, yeah, definitely get to that. I mean, the proliferation of Archangel <laughs> Michael this week has been a little something. Uh, so I hadn't heard of this movie at all. So I just getting into, I did click on the trailer to watch the trailer. It's like, wow, this looks like garbage. Yeah, let's go see this shit. Um, but okay, well, let me give you the plot line here because this is something. Mm -hmm. All right, at the beginning of the movie, we have this uh, prelude scene with the uh, with the devil being cast out of heaven. You know that famous story of him rebelling against God and cast out of heaven. And the Archangel Michael follows him and sticks him to like a rock, you know, puts a chain around him, sticks the chain in the sword. You know, it's like, ha, you're trapped here. And the devil, no, I will escape. You know, I will have my vengeance on this, you know, false lord, whatever. All right. Then we fast forward to the present day. And there is uh, going to be a showing of the Shroud of Turin which is the blanket they wrapped Jesus' body up <laughs> after he was crucified. So that's on display at the Vatican. <laughs> and this cult wants to steal the Shroud of Turin so they can get some DNA from it. They'll have Jesus' DNA. Well, what do you do with Jesus' DNA, Tom? You make another baby Jesus. They want to you put a black him. light to it to see what kind of DNA it was. So they can summon the devil because the devil can't inhabit like your body or my body, Tom, because the power of the devil's too much. They would destroy that body. Ah, uh, Joe. So they I've need seen the uh, exorcism of God and the devil can enter your body. So they need a they need a Jesus baby for the devil to inhabit, and uh, they abduct some lady. They inseminate her, and. Uh, there's action and fighting. Archangel Michael comes back and he inhabits the body of a priest friend of hers. 
So he's the one that's fighting this out, you know, trying to stop them from bringing the devil back. It's a really confusing plot line. And the movie is not bad, but it's not good either. It is, it's well-directed, well-shot. The actors are, some of them are, are bringing it. Others are doing what they can do. But there's just something missing in this whole fucking thing. Um, it's like, it's like a Marvel movie to me. It's what it most reminded me of in that, you know, it wants to have this huge fucking scope and tell this massive storyline. And it's got, uh, it's got all that kind of shitty fighting that I hate, you know, where somebody's, you know, you punch somebody and then they fly backwards and shit up against the wall. Um, I like when you did that, the fucking camera shook and it was just like, Oh shit. It's like star Trek. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I can't recommend pain for this movie, but I think a lot of those idiots that like the Marvel Cinematic Universe would love this if they gave it a chance. So, again, if you're a nerd and dumbass with no taste, give this one a shot, man. You'll like it. So is this a movie made by a religious group? No, see, there was a... I think maybe one couple in there, because there wasn't a lot of people at the theater, obviously, but one couple, they walked out. I guess when it was getting a little too intense, talking about, yeah, we're going to inseminate these bitches with the devil's, you know, with the... with the Seed. Jesus's DNA and whatever. Uh, yeah, how they did that, I don't know. But it's one of these things, too, where the lady's, like, pregnant, and, like, the next day she's, like, fucking six months pregnant or whatever. So I don't know. They sped that up somehow. <laughs> So but no, there's a lot of like uh, faith-based. It's not movie like a Samson or something, right? And that's what I was trying to like. Who is this movie made for? You know, because it does have a religious aspect, but there's too much in there. There's a lot of profanity in there that that they can't really sell it to the you know the. What do they say? Something like, "Oh, you fucking cunt." Yeah, something like that. You know, they throw <laughs> the fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> It's just, uh, I don't know. It looks like they threw some money at it, but I don't know. It's a it's a weird, weird movie to, I don't know how you would market this to anybody. And I guess it's too late because it's already out. Yeah, I think they're, uh, I think they're trying to go after the horror crowd. I forget what the fuck I was watching where I seen this uh, trailer, but old Shazam, he just fucking reviewed this movie. But uh, yeah, I saw it and I was just like, God damn, if this is one of those fucking faith-based movies released by some fucking religious company, this is going to be fucking awesome just because this, like you're saying, it was a spectacular yeah, but if it's not, then what's the fucking what's the point? It's just yeah, it's more movie, like a Lord of the Rings type thing, you know, not wet a scale on the special effects, of course, but but it's trying to tell something that big. You know, it's they're really trying, <laughs> but I don't know, weird weird movie. <laughs> Damn, I'm I'm disappointed, Joe. Me too. It was also close to a two-hour movie. <laughs> if only I could have wished for it to be better. You see. I see that. 
I see that time. What's the... It's the wishness. long road home. The long road home? Is that what it's called? <laughs> no. Beyond the gates of hell. Beyond the gates of hell. All right. Wishmaster 3, motherfuckers. Woo! They changed hmm. things up this time. They got themselves a new Wishmaster. Divoff, who had written a, a story that sounds kind of like the devil's conspiracy now that I think about it. He wrote a script for part three. You know, maybe nobody told him that you're not a writer, you're a fucking actor. But they looked at his script, told him, hey, fuck you, this is crazy. You know? <laughs> this is way too expensive. You want an army of gins? Get the fuck out of here, dude. So he did. He got the fuck out of there, and they made this one, Beyond the Gates of Hell, with a new Wishmaster. So long, Andrew Divoff, fucking weird-ass teeth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh in this <laughs> one uh how oh the fucking the jewels in a puzzle vox I guess it's a yeah. different gin but in order to trap a gin you have to make a fire opal to trap it in. I guess it's like kryptonite to these motherfuckers where they can only be trapped in fire opals. So uh this one was housed inside of a puzzle box in a lament configuration instead of a statue. And uh and like the lament configuration, real easy to open. <laughs> <laughs> just got this one, you just gotta look at it cross-eyed and then press a button. With a pen. Mm. <laughs> you know, if you don't have a pen or a very thin penis, you won't be able to open it. Yeah. So make sure you always keep a pen with you. Uh, so yeah, opens it. Uh, college student. That's our focus. Girl college student. Blonde. Uh, she has a boyfriend. However, one of her processors wants to dip the wick as well, you see, which is, that's just, just ethically wrong, Joe. Right. So, uh, she said, I love, would you mind help me, helping me at the, at the old museum, yeah? I got, I got a puzzle box, yeah? So she does. She goes to the old museum, even though her boyfriend knows that her professor's trying to fuck her. But, uh, you know, the professor's like, hey, yeah, can I fuck you now? Yeah. She's like, no, I got to go. So she leaves and then uh, the gin pops up like uh, like Hellraiser. What's his nuts? Penny. No, not Pinhead. <laughs> he fucking like floats in a cloud of smoke that appears from nowhere. And uh, the makeup looks surprisingly better than I remember. It looks more like uh, the gin from the last movie. I'm guessing Robert Kurtzman, he owned the rights to the design of the first gin, and that's why it changed so much. Maybe could just be talking out of my ass. Just assuming, you see. And that's why maybe it has the mark on the forehead and the different color in the second yeah. one going forward. Maybe. But uh, I think the one in the third one does look better than the one in the second one however the one in the first one just looks so fucking good like if you're not gonna do that and or make it better then 
why? Well, they but, uh, avoid this a bit because uh, we don't see <laughs> yeah. much of the gin. <laughs> it's in that one scene. All right. And then he shot on a green screen for the very end. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Uh, this movie is about a hour and 15 minutes of um, a little British guy chasing a, a blonde girl. Uh, and then Michael's thrown in there for good measure. Archangel Not actually Michael, Michael though. Her, her boyfriend just gets possessed by the spirit of Michael. Just like uh, in the devil conspiracy. Very, very boring. <laughs> Nothing really happens. The best uh, part of this movie didn't even happen in the movie. It started out, cause like I was saying, my mom's been fucking watching these with me. When, uh, like, since Gameron, she's just like, oh, I'll watch the movies with you. So I'm just like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> and then uh, as soon as those two broads come out and pop their tits out, she's just like, ah. Then, you know, she sat through it. And then that fucking one girl starts stripping in the mirror or whatever, changing her clothes. She's like, really? Do we have to watch this? Do we really have to watch? I'm just like. This is this was Joe's pick, man. This is just this is the kind of stuff that he watches. He's like, well, how about for the next time we don't do things like this? I'm just like, mom, it's horror movies. That's <laughs> otherwise we already watched the Gamera movies. There's no other ones left. <laughs> she can pick the next <laughs> series of films. <laughs> man, she asked something about Vincent Price. But I looked up like Vincent Price stuff, and I think he's like maybe in one or two of the Fly movies. And then I'm sure in that Jeff mm -hmm. Goldblum movie, fucking Gina Davis probably pops her top. Now she seems like a lady. I don't think she would. She picks do up things a like that. Okay, well, there you see. I knew it had to be somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, it's a horror movie. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but I think I got one. I don't know if anybody out there in the next week can think of a Vincent Price franchise, unless we do fucking House of Wax and then the remake. And be like, can't remember if you can watch the remake or not, Mom. Paris Hilton is in it. Not saying well, she's a dick in it. But... Two Doctor Fives movies. <laughs> I like Dr. Fibes. But anyway, that's still weeks and weeks away from now, Tom. Um, yeah, so this is the same shit. The Wishmaster is after this chick so she can make three wishes. And uh, then the gins can take over. All this time, all these fucking gins, not one of them has gotten anybody to do three wishes in all the fucking time that they've been in on the earth. You know, these gins, they suck. Uh, very bad at their job of being fucking otherworldly conquerors or whatever they, they're supposed to be. Um, yeah, this movie did have more nudity to the last one, so it gets a plus for that. But uh, the kills are all fucking lame. They're all really weak. I forgot. Lisa was watching with me, too, and she called one of them. She's like, that doesn't even make any sense. And I don't remember which one it was. Fucking heart exploded. Maybe. I mean, yeah, they're all but, pretty fucking dumb. What did they wish for at that point that the heart exploded? Take my breath away. Yeah, I don't away. know. 
No, it was something dumb. Or I wish this whole place would catch fire, and then she just caught fire. Yeah, it's not what she yeah. asked for at all. <laughs> right. Yeah, this guy doesn't give very good deals. <laughs> uh, you know, not even clever in the kills. But uh, but yeah. So one of the wishes she uses is for Archangel Michael to come help her fight the Wishmaster. That's a fucking odd wish, right? Just a spur of the moment she sees a, a stained glass window. And yeah, so you got some sword fighting action in this movie. <laughs> and uh, it's really quite silly. Yeah, can't say I like this one at all. That's because it's not good, Joe. It's not. <laughs> Would not recommend. No. We got one more to get through. And it's worse. Yeah, well, I don't think I've seen this last one. We'll see. We'll see, Tom. I'll take your word for it, though. <laughs> uh, oh, Spider-Man. Say, hey, do you like this? Spider-Man. Okay, Spider-Man, what was this? 143. 143. Wow. Okay, at the beginning of the uh, issue, Peter Parker thinks he sees Gwen Stacy again. But... Is it him? Is it her? I don't know. He doesn't know. He's all fucked up. He uh, he decides to do some weird shit, like go to school for once. <laughs> he goes to class. Um, but he goes to class, and then he goes and asks for a week off, because Robbie Robertson uh, wants to send him to France, because they think uh, J. Jonah Jameson has been kidnapped out there. But... Uh, has he? We don't fucking know. Because all this has a... Spider-Man fights some yellow guys in France. Some guys that are dressed in yellow. And then a guy that can turn himself into a cyclone shows up and kicks Spider-Man's ass. And that's the end of this issue. So it was all just set up. The villain doesn't come up until the last few pages. So it was kind of a... A lot of it was filler. A lot of this issue was just filler. You know, they didn't have a story. A lot of these issues are just filler. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a, it's a whole series just based on filler. Yeah. Just to get you to the next issue, like something's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. We'll get to Craven's Last Hunt eventually. <laughs> I hope not. Isn't that in Sensational Spider-Man? So maybe we in, don't have to read it. It was in Web. And sensational Thank and fuck. amazing. Fuck. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> well, oh, I that's ways away. Um, Might not even live that long. Probably. I hope not. Mm. Uh, lists. <laughs> we did a list of fives. Five of five. Yeah. Yeah. And Tom... My number five, <laughs> my favorite things with five, is the Fatal Five. And these are villains of the Legion of Superheroes, you see, and there's five of them. It's always bad news <laughs> for the old Legion, Tom, whenever the Fatal Five shows up. If only we were doing our favorite sixes. <laughs> Fuck. Well, Joe, my number five is the Five time, five time, five time, five time, five time, world champion. Now can you dig that, sucker? 
hot shooky ducky quack quack Booker <laughs> T. It's pretty good. <laughs> and my number four is the series TV series Babylon Five, which I believe ran for five seasons. Good shit. That Jay Straczynski can never go wrong with him. Mm. Joe, my number four is a team of five, but not just any five. The five that make up Mystery Inc., Joe, also known as the Scooby Gang. There's Indian Velma, Black Norville, a.k.a. Shaggy, Gay Fred, The Whore, and Scooby. At number three, Tom, I have five alive citrus juice. Ever had some five alive? <laughs> I have never heard of it. Some good shit, Tom. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> when you said five alive, citrus juice was the last fucking thing I was expecting to come after it. <laughs> oh, shit, Joe. My number three is the fifth film in the Predator franchise. And it's Predators. Do you remember this one? I do. It was one of the good ones. Maybe you can see that. Nah, it's too bright. Too throw yeah, I've never fucking seen that ever. Five Alive. You can even get the mm. get it in concentrate form, you know? Mmm. <laughs> At number two, Tom, I have Friday the 13th, part five. Mmm. It's the best one. It's one of the only good ones, I'd say. It's one I enjoy. It will be staying in the collection. <laughs> Joe, my number two, I have Friday the 13th, part five. It's one of the good ones. It will be staying in the collection. I probably bought this one about five times. <laughs> Wise decision, Tom. Mm. At number one, I have five five alarm chili. <laughs> you love me some good chili, Tom. The hotter, the better. Bring it. Bring me your fucking challenge chili. I'll eat that shit, you fucking punks. <laughs> Joe, my number one is the fifth episode. Of Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm, the animated series. It's because it has Sector in it, you see. Ah. And I'm a Sector fan. Sectar. Mm, no. No. But that's all right, Joe. Because next week, we're going to lift our spirits up and do a little singing. But it's not going to be any singing, Joe. We're going to sing five songs that we'd like to be played at our funeral so uh tune in next week for a very upbeat episode but until then 
head on over to dwnproductions.net. I am, uh, I got one job. I got one job, and I think I'm going to have that finished uh, tomorrow, if not the next day. So uh, fill my time, not my asshole. But you may have to be filling my asshole if I don't get any jobs soon. <laughs> However, <laughs> if you don't want to do that, you can head on over to FastCustomShirts.com. Why should they head over there, Joe? Because if you need custom work, now's the time to do it. Because I'm not very busy either, you know, <laughs> kind of going to the shop, printing shit up, you know, just to have ready for shows or whatnot. And uh, cleaning. That's what I've been doing. Cleaning. <laughs> Not that it doesn't need it, but, you know, I'd rather be busy making money. So, yeah. I mean, head over to the website, fastcustomshirts.com, right above me. And uh, there's some new stuff on there, and I'm probably going to be adding more new stuff this week. Uh, just fucking whatever. Whatever. Yeah, this is definitely the slow time of year. Now between uh, probably mid to the end of February, it's always... Oh, am I going to live? <laughs> mm, we'll see. So, yeah, if you can, go buy the wares from either one or both of us, if you can. Because I don't know about you, but I'd feel like a dick if I said, Hey, we got a Patreon now, too. Why don't you give us some money for shit we weren't charging you before for? Just shit we wanted to do. So <laughs> that's not going to happen. Neither Joe nor I feel comfortable doing that shit. And no. Just find it kind of. But it is what it is. So uh, dwnproductions.net, fastcustomshirts.com. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. And until next time, boy, guys. Oh,